Hey, my fellow monkeys, what's up? Old Uncle Silverback here with you on the Armed Ape Podcast, the show where we review and talk about everything from guns, gear, and movies to life in general. Nothing is ever out of bounds. As always, everything we talk about has the end goal of making our lives better by cutting through all the marketing BS using logic, reason, and honest discussions. I look forward to hearing from you soon and to your participation in the show. Well, hello everybody. What is going on? The show is dropping for you today on Friday, which should be the 3rd of September 2021. And we are finished. We're not finishing up. We're we're coming close to the end. We're on episode 7 of our series review of Mr. In Between. We're in season 3. Uh, again, episode 7 entitled I'm Your Girl. And before we jump in with that, let's go ahead and we'll do our uh, contact info real quick. I'd love to hear from you guys. You can talk about pretty much anything you want or send in your own reviews on stuff. It doesn't have to be on Mr. In-Between, but if you have thoughts on it, go ahead and send them in. The only thing I would ask is that you don't talk about anything that happens in maybe episode 8 or 9, the last couple of episodes. Uh, we just keep that kind of spoiler free. This episode will be spoiled and we will, t- and you can feel free to talk about anything from this episode also anything that's happened previously in the series. But like I said, if you wanted to call in and recommend another uh, another movie or show, or you wanted to do a review on a shotgun or a car that you got or a set of tires, anything like that, you can feel free to go ahead and do that. Place to send that stuff. Like I said, we have the, area, the uh, voicemail, which is area code 206-745-2731. And you may hear my little dog grunting and groaning in the background. She's in here with me. Uh, but, uh, also if you wanted to record your own audio or, and I'll play it on for you on the show, or if you want to send in your own email and I will read it out for you, the place to send that is thearmedape at gmail.com, all one word, thearmedape at gmail.com, over on the website, which is thearmedape.com, all my social media stuff is there. If you want to support the show financially, there's a PayPal button there and you can click on that, follow the prompts. If you'd like to support the show, but you don't want to do it financially, I'd ask maybe that you tell some of your friends about the show, and I'd also ask you to go over to my YouTube channel, which is Every Blade of Grass, which if you go to the website, you can just click on the YouTube icon, it'll take you right over there. Check those videos out, do some comments on there if you'd like, and uh, subscribe to the channel. I'm trying to grow that thing as well. All right, so let's jump in with Season uh, season 3, Episode 7, entitled I'm Your Girl. And it opens up, and we see we're at Freddy's house. And it looks like he's been kind of touched up, probably over gambling debts that he can't pay uh, because a lot of times it seems like Freddie has trouble with managing money. Not only does he have a gambling problem, but it seems like I don't know if if necessarily, even though that Freddie's a criminal, if that he is sort of seen as a tough guy. I think he hires people to go out and do that. That's why he, he hires Ray a lot to do that stuff. Anyway, a lot of times it seems like that 
Freddie kind of gets behind a little bit, even though he has the club, he has big gambling debts and then also the people that he's loan sharking to. So he's putting money out there, but a lot of times money isn't, isn't coming back into him. Let's see as fast as maybe it, it, that it's going out type thing. So anyway, his girlfriend says, and I forget her name, but his girl says, well, why don't you go talk to Ray? And then Freddie's like, I'm not going to go talk to Ray. Uh, so I think there is still probably some bad blood from the whole incident at Freddie's son-in-law's house. What happened there, I think, you know, again, Ray has kind of crossed the line with him, even though we have seen that Freddie is still using Ray as a recommendation to, to get stuff done, like we've seen him work with Raphael. And again, I think a lot of times there's sort of friendship and there's sort of business stuff. And I think that both Ray and Freddie can kind of separate that a little bit. I think there's still some, what's the word I'm looking for? There's still some, I don't want to say hurt feelings, but there's maybe, I think Freddie thinks that when Ray did what he did, that he kind of uh, sort of did some disrespectful, it was disrespectful to Freddie and he kind of crossed the rules. And so that that's, and especially in this criminal world, that's something that doesn't sit well with these guys. So we cut to the next scene and we're at Ray's. Freddie's girlfriend comes over and she talks to Ray about Freddie's gambling problems and tells Ray that, oh, you know, he's in a bit of trouble. The next scene we cut to Ray and he's going what looks like maybe like stables or a horse club or something. But the stables are really, really nice. And there's a there's an like an upstairs part to it. And you can tell it's kind of a fancy place. So there's this great big dude that's kind of in the downstairs part of the stables and he kind of questions Ray. And Ray says, oh, I'm looking for Remy, R-E-M-Y. And the guard, and I think his name is Tony. I think the guard's name is Tony. I don't imagine that. Anyway, Tony starts to give Ray some of the business and he's, he's kind of pointing at Ray. And then Ray like grabs his finger and then grabs his wrist and gets him in kind of a submission hold. And this guy is easily twice Ray's size. Then Ray gets him and drops him down to his knees. And then Remy comes up. Ray looks up at him and he's like, oh, can we talk? And then Remy looks at him and he's like, yeah, we can talk. So I want to go ahead and play this clip here. It's a couple minutes long because it sort of shows a little bit of Ray's reputation. Sorry about that. Uh, I'm out of Freddy's. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody knows he's a degenerate. I was hoping you could, uh, go easy on him. And if I don't go easy on him? I'm not here to threaten anybody, man. I'm just here asking for a favor. That's it. Um, I know how to repay one, so just ask around about me. Okay. And who are you? Ray Schusman. I thought you and Freddie had a falling out. Ah, uh, he's a rough patch. Fair enough. Well, I can't wipe the dead. Yeah, I don't expect you to, you know. If you can just give me a bit more time. Yeah, I can do that. Beauty. Good to meet you. Likewise. 
Do you know who that was? Some fucking clown. That was the magician. The what? So we're seeing a lot of stuff is going on there in that scene. The first is we see that Remy, who is probably the next level, maybe even two or three levels higher than Freddy. So Freddy has obviously borrowed money from him. Remy can't, like he said, I can't wipe the debt. He's had to send some people around to Freddy to say, hey, you owe me the money. You're going to get a bit of a beating now, and next time it's, you know, it's not going to go so well for you. We also see, if you remember, when we first started talking about the show, I had said that Scott Ryan, the actor and the writer and creator of Ray Shoesmith, there was an, an original movie that kind of caught the attention of some people, and that's eventually why Mr. Inbetween got made. And that movie was called The Magician. So we're getting kind of a callback to that. So again, I haven't seen The Magician yet. And I I think it's on Amazon. I think I can rent it from Amazon. And so I may end up doing that as sort of maybe a final compare contrast thing when we're done with this series here. And I'd like to see, I, I like. and one of the things I'd kind of wondered since I haven't seen The Magician was, are we going to see stuff, is, is this sort of a continuation from Ray or is this kind of the, like for Ray or, or is the magician maybe kind of in a separate universe and we're taking aspects from the magician and bringing it here, uh, that type of thing. So we have the next scene as we see Brittany is at Ray's house and she's got some friends there with her and they're doing kind of a little like, you know, save the climate change, you know, save the, save the universe type little thing. And then Gary comes in with them and has like a, a bit of a comical, reaction Gary's a little bit of a uh, conspiracy theorist I guess and so but it, it's a funny little thing we cut to that and we are at it looks like an Isuzu dealership and I think this is one of Rav's Raphael's and I call him Raph all the time but this is one of Raphael's legitimate uh, businesses and we see as Ray is walking kind of going through the back offices and going back toward the back we see James and he's the guy from episode four that when they wanted uh, where the girl had died and they wanted Ray to get rid of the body. Uh, he takes Ray to the back and he meets up with Raphael. And he also meets a woman, a young lady uh, named Zoe. And now the actress, I looked her up and the actress at the time would have been probably like 34, 35, something like that. Maybe, you know, in her, in her late thirties. And what they do is they're loading up the car with stuff. And if we remember from earlier, Raphael had told Ray, hey, I, I, have, I might have some delivery jobs and stuff for you. So we see a guy is coming and he's putting in a big spare tire in the back of this little Isuzu car. And uh, then they take off. They leave in the car. She asks Ray as they're driving. You know, they've been driving for a little bit. She asks Ray, you know, if he's nervous. And Ray says, I don't get nervous. We see the next scene that Raphael is driving ahead of Ray and Zoe. And Zoe is the woman's name. Uh, Ray and Zoe are doing some small talk. And like I said, Raph, Raphael is driving point at one, at one point he, and so he's probably maybe a quarter mile or so, or, or maybe even a half a mile or so ahead. And at one point, a police officer, a, a police car passes uh, Raphael and he radios back to Ray, Hey, a policeman's coming. And basically he's doing this so that if they were speeding or anything like that, they can slow down. So there's no reason they're using. And we find out here in a little bit that they're, they're hauling drugs for Raphael. Raphael, if we had to place him in the criminal world, probably above Freddy, but he's probably actually below the guy that we just met, which is Remy. So the next scene we cut to, it's evening. 
They are all checked into a hotel. Ray and Zoe are in a room together. There's like double beds, and they're doing that to maintain appearances. And Raphael, you can see he's sort of across the hallway. So Zoe, we cut back. We're in uh, Zoe and Ray's room. She comes out of the shower and asks Ray to rock on her back. And Ray's like, oh, okay, he does it. And then she asks, you know, what do you do when you're not running drugs? And Ray says, you know, a bit of this and a bit of that, which she said before. Zoe tells Ray that she is a university student and she's studying graphic design. And so she she says, so if you need any graphic design work, I'm your girl, which is the, uh, the title of the episode. And then we see she tries to get Ray to kind of elaborate on what Ray does and he won't really tell her. And he says, it's not the type of thing that you talk about. You know, she asks him, I can't remember here if she asked him, oh, do you kill people or anything like that? And he just doesn't do anything. But again, we've got to remember Ray isn't the type of guy he's not because he doesn't really know. He doesn't really know Zoe all that well. So he's not going to give her details. He's not going to like confess to murders. And like at one point, you know, because he's being kind of standoffish, she's like, well, I'm not a cop. And he's like, I know you're not a cop. We see the next day they're driving and, you know, she has to go to the bathroom, but of course there's no bushes and there's one way off and she goes out and they do a little comical thing. And uh, as she comes back to the car, you know, she had yelled at him, don't look, don't look. And as she comes back to the car, she gets in and she mutters under her breath, but says it loud enough to where he can hear. She's like, you were watching the whole time. And then he just kind of smiles and they, they sort of chuckle about that. So that night at the hotel, they're having Ray and Zoe are having more small talk. They're eating some takeout. And a little bit later, Ray is rolling some smokes, and she, Zoe asks kind of about Allie and are they still friends? Kind of like, oh, you know, like with your ex, are you still friends? And Ray, he sort of shakes his head and um, says, nope. And then she kind of starts sharing some stuff. And I'll go ahead and play that clip right here. My last proper relationship was about three years ago. Mm. And... I was seeing this guy a few weeks ago. It was like a casual thing, but I had to give him the flip because he wasn't real good in the old sack. And, you know, if I was more into him, it probably wouldn't have been, like, a big deal, but there's only so many orgasms you can fake. Tell me about it. Do you fake a lot of orgasms? Oh, heaps. I must be quite hard as a guy. It's next level. Poor thing. Mm, thanks. When was the last time you had a real orgasm? Oh. Can I ask you something? Yeah. Why do you fake it? Because sometimes you know that you're just not going to get there and you don't want to make the guy feel bad. So why don't you just say, hey, buddy, you're not doing it for me? Because I don't want to hurt someone's feelings. <laughs> what? I'm a nice person. That's your problem. You're not a nice person. <laughs> Fuck that. What's wrong with being nice? It's weak. How is it weak? You're worrying about what people are going to feel. You should, you should just tell them the truth. I mean, this guy, you could have told him what the problem was, you could have sorted it out. But now, I mean, he's going to go and 
Sleep with somebody else, and then he's gonna sleep with somebody else, and somebody else. And then you got all these women who are gonna have to fake orgasms because nobody wants to tell them the fucking truth, you know? I mean, you're not really helping out your sisters, are you? Well, it's not my fault, this shit. No, of course not. But, you know, you could have done something about it. That's not my responsibility. No, it's not. Definitely not. But you can't really complain, can you? I'm not complaining. A little bit. Can you owe me one of those, cowboy? Well, I'm not a cowboy, but there you go. So there's a lot of interesting stuff that goes on there. One of the things, too, well, one of the the first thing we'll talk about, it does show that these guys have a rapport, that they're building a rapport, uh, that they can kind of joke around. And that's something I think that Ray likes. And we see that, I think, that even with his ex-wife, with Allie, Allie had a pretty good sense of humor. And I think we would even say that probably... Ray's ex-wife, although we don't really see it that much. We do see, I don't know, it's hard to describe, but you can kind of tell that she's sort of a, kind of a, maybe an easygoing person as well. So anyway, they go out sort of out onto, you know, how like on some uh, hotels, you on the second story, you'll have like a, an outdoor walkway, almost kind of like a reverse balcony type thing. So they go out on the, the upper walkway and they're out there uh, having a smoke and then uh, Zoe asks Ray, well, are you going to make a move or what? And then he says, well, it depends. Are you going to fake it? And then Zoe says, not if you know what you're doing. And Ray says, I know what I'm doing. And then she kind of smiles and says, we'll see. And then he kind of moves in and kisses her. And then that's how this show ends. Uh, so again, we see that I don't, I don't really think that Ray has been with anybody since Allie, and I think that it's probably was has been at least at minimum at least a year. Like I said, timelines are kind of wonky with this show sometimes. At least a year since they have broken up. So anyway, again, this is another one of those episodes where there's not like a ton of action or or stuff like that, but you're seeing some groundwork is being laid. We're seeing kind of new Ray is getting uh, exposed to new avenues, and it may be a thing too where. You know, Ray meets Remy, who is sort of that next level guy, and it may be a thing of where he might start doing some work for him. So we'll have to see. All right. If you want to contact me, we got the area code, or the area code, we got the uh, voicemail, which is area code 206 745 2731. The email address to send either emails or your own audio to have me put on the show for you is thearmedape at gmail.com. All right, well, that is it, my beautiful, beautiful monkeys and my fellow travelers. I will see you, or talk to you, I guess, next time. <laughs>